1: kind of like you can end a sentence with an exclamation point you can get dressed in the morning and love your outfit Mm -hmm. or you can kind of like your outfit and we want you to love your outfit because we all know like when we have our outfit on that's cute like we're so much better at work we're like you you just are so much more confident throughout the day and like that really does show through something that seems like so not important actually is important in a lot of people's lives
2: let's take a breath (sighs) Hey guys, I'm Cindy Lutwakko and welcome to Something to Share. Every Wednesday, I sit down with people you may have seen on your TV screens, experts in their fields, or just people I find inspirational so that they have a platform to dive into the things that they really want to talk about. We all have something to share, something that we're going through, and something that we need to hear. So let's get started. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. I am so happy that you press play and to sit with you for the next hour or so really is exciting to me. So thank you for being here. If you're brand new, welcome to the podcast. If you're returning, just thank you. Um, Today's episode is always a good time. Um, we have a really amazing duo on the episode. So we have the duo behind Daily Drills, which is a fashion brand Created by Mary, Ralph, Lawson, and Kennedy Krishlow, but I like to call them by their nicknames, Ralph and Ken, because I feel like I'm closer to them, and I feel like I'm now part of their friend duo because they have the cutest friendship. They started this brand at the beginning of 2020, which is a really tough time to start something, but with organically growing and with a really great product, they were able to hit a million dollars in sales by the end of their first year, which which is really impressive, especially as a newer brand and especially in the fashion industry. It's not an easy industry to enter into and I find them very inspiring and for anyone who is wanting to start something of their own, who feels the need to create maybe a brand or product or a company, whatever it is, and you're looking for some inspiration, I think these two will definitely provide that today. And I love how they work as friends. That is not the easiest thing always, especially when you're trying to mix different personalities or different visions for what you're wanting to create. Um, So working in a Duo can be really amazing when it works, but then really detrimental when it doesn't. And Daily Drills absolutely works. If you guys go on their website, you'll love every single item they have. Their idea behind fashion is creating pieces that are easily transitioned from working out to everyday life. They have the cutest little sets. Ralph and Kennedy are definitely like the truest girls, girls. And their mission is to simplify getting dressed, which we all need, and blurring the lines between workout wear, lounge wear, business wear, and everything in between. When you go look on their site or even their social media, it's just so fun. They create these really incredible shoots. Also, if you're interested in anything branding, definitely go look at what they've been putting out. It's very impressive. They shoot all over the world, which is a very smart way of doing things, so when they release new lines. They go take a vacation somewhere and shoot new products and it creates these really fun, beautifully done shoots. So they've figured it out. They know what they're doing and they're super young and doing it all pretty much right after college. So it's an impressive thing to see and to watch. I'm really excited for you guys to get to hear a little bit more about their story. We talk about all things from how to learn your style, how to figure it out for yourself how to start a business, what ups and downs they went through, how to pivot when you go to college or thought you're going to do a certain path or job in life, and how to pivot properly and how they did it, and tons of great stuff, and also how faith plays a role in business for them. So I think you're going to love this episode. Please share it with someone who's interested in anything that we talk about today. We go through a lot of things, so make sure you share tag us on social media, And check out their website. I'll link everything below. Their stuff is awesome. I'm trying to order more stuff soon because I have their little bubble bra set now and their crew neck sweatshirts, and I am obsessed. Besides that, my something to share today. So, we've been on the road now for a week. Today is our first day off. So, it's been A whirlwind, we finally are feeling that the show is in our bodies and it's making sense and we're getting into the swing of it. So it's a good place to be. We had Andrew Spencer the first week as our our Bachelor and he's the friggin' best. Honestly, he's a blast. My vote is for Andrew for Bachelor to be honest. He's awesome and we've been having such a good time. And I had someone ask me on Instagram last night if they thought this was going to be my last time doing the tour. What I've learned from doing the Bachelor Live tour the first time, which when we started in 2020, getting shut down almost a month later, it basically got shut down the same week that we started up this new one two years later. So what I've learned from this process is that you literally cannot plan. You can't plan. You can't be in the future. You can have ideas and things that you're hoping for, but you literally can't control anything. and. What I've learned from that is that you have to live in the moment and find the good of the moment that you're in. With that question of whether this is going to be my last time of doing this or whether I'm going to do it again, I have no idea. I don't know if the tour is going to make it to the end, to be honest. Last time we thought we were going to make it to the end and we didn't. So I'm just working my best to live for each day and really embrace this moment. I'm so grateful to have this experience back. I didn't think I'd ever be able to dance on a stage again, to be honest, and I really struggled with that and I really had to find myself without dancing and performing. So if you have something in your life that you like really hold dear to and almost acts as your identity, you know what I mean? Whether that's sports or a role in your work, or if it's a relationship, whatever it is, if you identify almost your worth in that, it's really hard to give it up. Or when it shifts, or when it's taken away from you. So I'm trying not to do that as much. I'm trying to just enjoy being here. I also saw a TikTok last night. I spent a lot of time on there, so I need to relax. But it was this. Girl, she was a, she used to train as a ballerina and she'd given it up for a while because she fell out of love with it. I think she got injured and, you know, it wasn't filling her up like it used to. So she took a few years off and is now just deciding to start back up doing it and how it shifted her perspective on it. And now it's less of she's doing this thing because she has to and she's been doing it for her whole life and now she's just doing this thing for her which is really beautiful. And it's I've definitely felt the burnout with dance and with pursuing it for so long. And sometimes you have to take a break from things to be able to see why you do them or to give you perspective on why you started in the first place. So it's okay if you're feeling that burnout or not feeling that initial love for the thing that you do, to take a break from it and step back and give yourself the time and the space and then go back into it when you feel ready or when you feel like you miss it. And I've noticed from doing that, it definitely changes your respect for it and your appreciation for it. Um, I think my fear always from taking breaks was like losing my skills or losing my ability or not being able to jump back into it. But I think also sometimes it's important to allow for space and rest and You know, give yourself the time to evolve and know that the thing can always be there and you can always go back to it or you can find it in a new version in your life later on. So don't be afraid to take a step back. So like I said, I'm super grateful for being here and it's a short tour. It's only two months, but I'm just happy to have this experience and I'm trying to soak up every second of it as much as I can life works in really mysterious ways and you think that something is gone forever and that you'll never get an experience like this again but things can surprise you or you can be given a different opportunity that is similar or even better than what you thought originally so my i think my sh- something to share is to let's try to all live in the moment let's try to embrace where we are right now and just stay hopeful for when changes do come that they're going to be the right thing for you and Essentially, everything happens for a reason. I know that's a cliche, but I feel like it's true. So I hope you guys are well out there. Please share this episode with a friend, family, anyone that you care about. Tag us on social media at something to share podcast or me at Sydney Latawaco and I will reshare. Before you go, we love a five-star review. It helps me to grow this podcast, grow this little passion project of mine and get it out into the world to the people who need to hear it. Without further ado, guys, please enjoy this episode with Daily Drills. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. Yay. Okay. Well, welcome to the podcast. We have a really amazing duo today. I'm really excited to sit down with you both. So Ralph and Kennedy, welcome to the podcast. How are you guys?
1: It's good. Thanks for having us. We're so excited. Of
2: course. So for the listeners that might not be aware of you guys and what you guys do, could you give us a little breakdown of who each of you are and what you guys do?
0: yeah i love that well i'm kennedy we are obviously both co-founders and owners of daily drills which is an activewear company that's gone so much bigger than activewear so that's kind of the space we originally set out for and then we realized our customers were wanting more and so we started dipping our toes in loungewear and then some fashion forward pieces so now we're really cross category um we have an office space in california just three of us here in our small office Um, But we're obviously growing very rapidly and just super excited about everything that we're creating. Yeah.
1: And I'm Mary Ralph. I'm Kennedy's co-founder and best friend in real life too. (laughs) So yeah.
2: I love it. You guys are so adorable. And I was (laughs) browsing your site and everything is so cute and the brand is incredible. And I'm excited to talk to you about like how you got to where you are now. But before we do, I always ask two questions. So let's get into that first one. I know I threw this at you. Um, but something to share either from your nightstand, surprising or with an interesting backstory. Anything coming to mind for each of you?
0: There's not much on my nightstand aside from like some display books, but under my nightstand is my my doggy's bed. So yeah,
1: I have my dog here with so me. Cute. <laughs> little one. Her mascot. We, yeah, she also comes to our office. She's our little mascot. Um What's on my nightstand or in my nightstand, it doesn't have a fun backstory, so it's not too juicy, but the Laneige lip mask, I think everyone needs in their nightstand. Yeah, I feel sure. like you need to put on for bed because you might have some little visitors. You never know. I know. <laughs>
2: yeah. I love yeah. a good lip balm. Yeah. I've had people be like, well, I have chapstick in there. I'm like, that works too. We like, we love a good chapstick <laughs> option. Everyone needs Amazing. It. Everyone needs it. Um, besides <laughs> that, anything that's been on your heart or mind lately for each of you individually? I love that question as
0: well. <laughs> I was listening to a podcast actually this morning, so I feel like I've really been thinking about it since, but it's all on the importance of rest and how our culture yeah. is very anti-rest. It's like who slept the least. Mm-hmm. And just especially as like we think about growing our company and in the culture of our company, just like promoting rest, promoting time off, like trusting people that when they need to take a vacation, they should go take it, or when they need to take a mental health day that they should go take that and just how I really want to be a person who promotes rest and who's proud of taking rest and proud of knowing my boundaries, my limitations, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I'm like really wrestling
2: with that right now. That's hard. It's hard to say no, you know, especially as business owners, you want to just like have your hands in everything. Yeah. Yes. yeah.
0: And with our phones now too, it's mm-hmm. like, you can be reached out all hours of the day. I was just talking to her, to Ralph earlier about how production was calling last night. And I was like, you know what? I'm just, I'm
1: not going to answer. You didn't answer. I'm proud of you. I know. And I'm the person <laughs> who always texts back like right yeah. away. Yeah, no, I totally
2: get it. Yeah. Cause you want to be available, but then it's like at what cost if you're just always right, on. Exactly. Yeah. I totally get it. You
0: want to make decisions out of like fatigue and tiredness too.
1: Absolutely. Yeah.
2: That's
1: so bad. Um, what's on my heart probably since it's February, like love and just I feel like (laughs) my one thing is that I if I have like a microphone or anything like I want everyone listening or everyone um that's watching to know like that they're loved and to just feel that especially in February I feel like it's all about love and kind of like a certain type of love but just to know that you're loved and however that means I just think love has been on my mind and heart and like how I can love others, how I can share that with people. Like my family lives in Texas. So people far, but also people close and people in your day to day. So mm-hmm. I
2: That's love it. that so much. Yeah. Cause this month was always about like, get your Valentine's day gifts and wear the yeah. sexy lingerie and nothing about like just yeah. loving mm-hmm. yourself or just like loving your friends or something yes. so simple. So thank you for that awesome. reminder. Um, Let's get into you guys. How did Daily Drills come about? This company is incredible. I'm really excited to hear your origin. So, like, what was the impetus? I guess the word of of Daily Drills. Um, So,
1: Ken and I are best friends in real life, and we met on Instagram. Actually, (laughs) like. Which is so funny. Probably seven years ago. Yeah. Would you say we ran what we thought at the time was like cutting edge? Um, (laughs) a multiple person influencer, like blog fashion account. So like Kennedy would post on Mondays, I'd post on Tuesdays, another girl would post like every day of the week, which was so fun. Honestly, if we kept it off, be, it'd be good. Fun. Yeah, yeah, fun. we should. be uh, fun. Friends with all the girls now, but that's how Ken and I met. And then I moved to LA for school. She was already living here for school and we met in real life and then have just been like best friends since we really got close a few years ago. We started a Bible study together, um, when we were both going through different things in life and then kind of always have both had like entrepreneurial spirits. Like I've, I've started my own thing. Ken's done her own thing. And we've always like bounced ideas off of each other. I feel like that's kind of how we connected. Yeah. As we always like had big ideas and always loved to talk about that. Yeah. Um. And then in COVID, of course, it was like slow and boring. Mm-hmm. And Ken, we we were actually both working for a woman, and she told Kennedy that she had extra fabric, and and she asked Kennedy if she knew anyone that needed it. And Ken literally texted me and was like, "Do we need it? Should <laughs> we start a branch?" And I just, it was my job just to say yes, which I had the easier job. And we started Daily Drills. We really, like, our first step was finding the name. I feel like that was the hardest thing. And then once we, like, named it and told people about it, it became real, and we started it um, as more of, like, a workout line. We thought we were going to be workout instructors, which is hilarious. (laughs) We did one workout video, and we're, like, out of breath, and we're, like, we like fashion more than working out. What are we doing? (laughs) So it's kind of evolved um, since then, but we started – when did we launch? November of 2020? Yeah. November of 2020, and have been doing it since. Um, But, yeah, that's kind of, like – the The big
2: big picture. Yeah. yeah. I love that you guys work as best friends too. It's so sweet. Um, What is daily drills? Like what, like, cause I I know the name is the hardest part. I was changing up my podcast and the hardest thing for me was like, what do we call this? Like, what is, it feels like there's so much pressure on the name. So how did you come up with daily drills and what does it mean? It's
0: a great question as well. Actually, it doesn't, (laughs) it means what you want it to know. The
1: meaning has evolved. Yeah, it definitely has
0: evolved. So originally we actually had a different name in mind and then we were looking into trademarks and we were like, this isn't going to work. So I actually reached out to my sister because she's amazing with Mm -hmm. names. I was like, Brooke, like send me a list. So she (laughs) sent me a list and daily drills just like kind of had that like lingering effect. Mm -hmm. And we were both like, oh, we really like it. The more we said it out loud too, we were like, it feels powerful. We like the alliteration of the D's. Um, it's something that you do on the daily. Again, we were gonna be a movement brand, um, and and drill, like, you know, like getting up, working out, moving your body, all those things. And then I don't even know how this happened, but we ended up putting an exclamation point in drills. Mm-hmm. You can actually kind of put our wall. And so that's really kind of like what we that's like more of logo, yeah, I feel like is yeah. that exclamation point. So like, you know, you can end a sentence with a question mark with a period, um, but but you can also end it with an exclamation mark mark, and you can leave that like emphatic excitement end to whatever you're doing or saying um or whatever interaction that you're having with somebody so that's kind of what daily drills means to us now mm-hmm. yeah but
1: really we just liked the name yeah. we just liked the name yeah, yeah. and we what likes exclamation points so we literally just put it as the i and it has evolved since and i feel like it actually has taken on a lot of meaning which is a fun way that we didn't mean to do but yeah. like it's done backwards i
2: love it i feel like your energy like encompasses the exclamation point too don't you guys have to ta- as tattoos as well yeah
1: Oh, yeah literally
2: can convince me but here oh we my are gosh it's yeah. cute though. Yeah, it's I fun. love it has <laughs> there been any like brands or anything that inspired you to start daily drills or people that you look to for like guidance in the fashion world because I think this world is I know this world is huge and it can be like maybe overwhelming as far as starting something in the fashion world so anyone that inspires you or kind of like maybe guided you to starting the company
1: I don't feel like someone's guided me to start daily drills. Like I, I just love Instagram and I follow a lot of people that I have, po- like, I feel like they give positive vibes out. So it's kind of like women that have started things in general yeah. was kind of helped us because if someone else can do it, we feel like we can do it. And that's kind of the legacy we want to leave. And like the reason we want people to follow us is like, we can do it, but so can mm-hmm. you yeah. like if I can do it, you can do it. Um, but one of my like girl crushes that has a line called PE nation, her name's Pip Edwards. And I love her. She's Australian and is like definitely pushing the boundary. They're more active wear, but I just love how they're always like innovating and creating and their shoots are really inspiring. So she's like Mm -hmm. someone that I look at like for fashion inspiration and like this also owns a brand with her friends. So I think that she was someone that we kind of looked up to. Yeah. What would you say? I don't know. I feel
0: like kind of what you were saying. (laughs)
1: I have a lot of style icons and people I really look to for
0: style inspiration, Mm -hmm. But I don't have a lot of brands that I, I'm not super loyal, honestly, to any one brand. I kind of just like shop at boutiques or like, I don't, I don't even really know where I shop to be honest, but I'm not like a brand junkie in general. Mm -hmm. Um, and I kind of wanted to create something that was multifaceted in the sense that like you can get your workout clothes here, but you can also have, we also want to encourage you to style it up. So like people will wear our bubble sports bra to go play tennis, but then they'll also put like put a blazer on it and go out for drinks Mm -hmm. in it. And Mm -hmm. I didn't really feel like anyone was doing that.
1: Yeah. Like the very versatile piece that like, especially because we love to travel that you kind of can throw in your suitcase and not have a million
2: pieces of clothing. Like that was, that's the fun Mm -hmm. part. So yeah, they're so cute. (laughs) I love the versatility. Um, Do you guys have fashion backgrounds? Like how did you know that when you were (laughs) pitching things, did you know to do this company? You didn't have fashion backgrounds. Wow. That's really impressive.
0: No, neither of us had a design or a fashion background, which is crazy and that's why we really encourage anyone listening. Like if you're interested in something, you don't have to have your degree in that specific thing in order to be ready to start it. I think we both know our strengths and our weaknesses. Yeah. And so we hired out four weaknesses. Our third partner, who's our silent partner, is our production and manufacturing mm-hmm. partner. And she does all everything from design, pattern making, helps us with fit samples to the actual production runs. Granted, we are very involved with the design process. So yeah. we will actually like go to the drawing board. We're actually getting ready for a Q3, Q4 meeting where we're going to like pitch all of our ideas, but we'll like come together and be like, what's our color story for the next couple months? Like, what are we most excited and inspired by stylistically? Um, what fabrics are we really gravitating towards? Are we seeing out um, on people right now? And then from there, we'll kind of like develop a first sample of that piece and then keep iterating until we land on something we're super
1: excited by. So we don't have a design background, but yeah. we definitely have a lot of say when it comes to design. Yeah. And I also, looking back, I think we were a little naive at the beginning. Like we didn't really realize that a design background was such a big deal to have. Yeah. So I'm glad we didn't know that because it might've been harder to start if we knew all the little road bumps that we would run into. Yeah. Um, but it's doable. And like Ken said, we've hired out people that have that yeah. expertise. Like we'll come with a like a literally scratch drawing that I do on like my iPad. And then our designer will like make a beautiful drawing of it that the factory understands. Mm-hmm. So like we can get our ideas across sort of, but there's definitely people that help us like fully realize what yeah. we're talking about and what we, the ideas we have in yeah. our head.
2: It's like so, the visions there. Like, the ball, the
1: ball yeah. It's like we're like come on, something like this, something like this, and they're like kind of have the the language to tell like actual manufacturers. I love that.
2: Yeah, you guys are like the eyes, and they can yeah. create <laughs> what you're. Yes, big yeah. yeah. picture. picture. I love it. So how do you guys work as best friends? Because I know that can be complicated as far as like who does what and like what strengths each person has and like how you play on them. Like how have you made it work for you guys? Because that's really it's a really fun thing to do, I'm sure. But also there's I'm sure a lot of moving parts with the two of you. So how does that work for you guys?
0: I don't think it's as hard as it sounds working with your best friend. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that. I get to like come in and enjoy the person I'm working closely with every single day. Um, and I think we've just like really gotten to a groove over time as well. Just like learning when to talk about work and when to talk about our lives outside of work. Ralph naturally, like she loves the creative. I love the operations. And we obviously, because we're so small, like both have a large say Mm -hmm. in both categories. But I think we just naturally kind of started gravitating towards our own lanes and then just kind of started owning them. At one point, we like listed everything we loved and everything that, um, you know, was a little bit more draining
1: for mm-hmm. us. And It was funny, like we had the exact opposites, like everything that was sort of draining for me, Ken put in her love list and mine, it was the opposite. It, it was, it's crazy how that yeah. works, but you can't you can not that you can't but it's harder to work with someone that has your exact strengths and your exact weaknesses yeah. so we really complement each other in what we love to mm-hmm. do yeah. uh- so that has helped that we didn't fully know that, I think, until we no. really started working. And I was like, thank God, I don't like doing the photo shoots, Ralph. It's yeah. all yours. But the things that you hate to do, you think that the other person would hate to do them too, just because that's how you feel. But then when you actually talk it out, you're like, oh, you like that? And then and then you can sort of find your own lane from there. Cause when you're both trying to do the exact same things, it gets a little redundant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like no, it's not super efficient. Yeah, that's
2: what I've anyway. heard for people working together the most successes, where there's like one person can do these tasks and loves them and the other person can manage those so would you recommend for yeah. someone looking for a business partner or someone that they're looking to work with like what works for you guys or what would you recommend to someone that's like I want to start something but I want to do it with someone else what would you say
1: yeah i would definitely say like hire for your weaknesses or look for your weaknesses yeah. but also the fact that we're best friends is so helpful because we love to do the same things like we love to go eat at the same place we love yeah. to go like we travel a lot for photo shoots and we travel similarly so we're similar enough, but like our work styles are different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's complimentary, yeah. but I, I don't know. I couldn't be with someone like super different <laughs> than me yeah. all, you know, like you want it to be your friend because yeah. we're with each other in hours a day. Yeah. I mean, and we, if you get to pick your business partner, pick someone you want to hang out with all day. too. And someone who handles conflict. Well, someone yeah. who isn't afraid to have
0: hard conversations, especially if you are like, if you're someone who doesn't love confrontation as much, me like, <laughs> 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 I don't know if I love it, but, you They're know, but like it, yeah. work with somebody who's not as scared because then things just can't, you know, like resentment can't grow if you have those hard conversations. So yeah. I would say just like, I, I always think like, I try to work with people for character yeah. over talent, like a specific specialized yeah. role, because I just think character goes so much further. And if you have a strong work ethic and are super determined, like you'll figure out whatever it is that you need yeah, to.
2: Absolutely. You guys mentioned branding, and I, that is one thing I noticed about you. Your brand is it's stunning and so well done and executed. So I guess Ralph, you said you handled mostly that branding side. So how did you come up with like how you're going to brand it? How did you create the daily drills like aesthetic? And for someone wanting to do something not similar but something for themselves, like what would you recommend to start for getting like ideas and getting that off the ground? Well, that's so sweet that you say you love our branding. That that means a lot, but it kind of,
1: we didn't flush through everything at the beginning. Like we made a brand book, which is like our brand guidelines, probably six months into our business, which you, a lot of people probably start Mm -hmm. with that. Um, But we've kind of let it evolve, which I think has helped. Um, But now we have stronger branding, which helps with, brand identification obviously but at the beginning we really wanted to like have daily drills the reason people follow a person is because they have a connection with Uh them right like you go to Starbucks every day but you don't follow Starbucks on Instagram because why would you? Um so we're like why would people follow daily drills on Instagram? Like they follow us because of our positive attitudes or us because of Mm -hmm. the places we go or fun pictures or fun outfits. So that's kind of what we wanted to give daily drills like a personal voice, um, a reason like people would follow maybe like a, a big sister in like a way that we help them style their pieces, or we answer their DMS when a lot of brands yeah. don't answer, or we help them with sizing. Cause obviously that can be tricky, like in the fashion industry. Um, so just someone that someone would follow because they get more out of it than just like a transactional relationship of you spend money and you get a pair yeah. of shorts, you know? So that's like how we started it. And I think it's evolved. I think that's a big part of our branding is just like making daily drills have a personality and making yeah. that personality, like show through everything that we do. So people are not surprised. Like we always say, people aren't going to be surprised if we like come out with a dress line one day. Cause they're like, Oh, they would do it. Like it just kind of like spontaneous. We really listened to our customers. Like it was funny. Ken and I were between two colors of pink. Like I really wanted this color. She really liked another color. So we did a poll on Instagram. And of course all the girls picked the color that neither of us picked, but we're like, We gotta do it. We just gotta do that color. Like our photo shoot was in Aspen when we had plane tickets to Hawaii to shoot there because everyone thought we should do it in Colorado. So just like we listen to the girls and literally do what they tell us to do and they like will message us like I chose that color or like I chose that logo to be on this shirt or that placement. So that's kind of what we've wanted to showcase through our branding, I think.
2: I love that. What would you say the Daily Drills girl is like our person? And cause I guess you guys have menswear as well, but like what would you say that the typical client is?
1: Um, well, our like pillars of our brand are spontaneous and styled and secure. So like a girl that would be spontaneous, like they love to go and do, but they're like, we want to give them clothes to make them feel like secure and confident and like, but still styled and girly. Like you can kind of like, you can end a sentence with an exclamation point. You can get dressed in the morning and love your outfit, mm-hmm. or you can kind of like your outfit. And we want you to love your outfit. Cause we all know, like when we have our outfit on, it's cute. Like we're so much better at yeah, work. Yeah. We're like. You just are so much more confident throughout the day. And like, that really does show through something that seems like so not important actually is important in a lot of people's lives. So just being able to have the girls that love to like, do that, go that extra step, like have fun. That's kind of the daily drills girl, I would say. Yeah, I agree.
2: Yeah. I was noticing that about your style and your pieces is like, they are intermixed and they're they're simple, but they have like that elevated fashion element. They're so cute. So someone that's like trying to get into fashion or wants to refine their style. Cause you guys have both amazing styles individually. Like I said, I was a both of your Instagrams. Very well done. How do you, how, what would you say to someone's like, I don't know what to wear. I don't know what to do. Like, how do I find my style? What would you say for each of you? How you found yours?
0: Trying to think of how I found myself. I've gone through a lot of different phases. I mean, I loved wearing all black for a second and I was into color and then I wasn't. I don't know. I think style, I think you have to let your style naturally evolve. I think for so long too, I was like, what's my style? Am I boho? Am I like edgy? Am I whatever? And I think like, I wake up and I'm like, what am I feeling today? Like, it's such Mm -hmm. an exciting, um, like you were talking about, she was laying in bed today and she thought about her outfit. It's like, (laughs) it's such an exciting element of our day. Yeah. And so I'm really like today I'm like in lounge where I'm like, I just wanted to be comfortable, but I wanted to wear like a matching set that like felt styled. So yeah. I think like finding your style isn't as hard as it, as it sounds like it's wearing something that you feel great in and you feel like your best version of yourself, whatever that is on that particular day. Um, what I like about what we're doing too, is a lot of our pieces are sets. So if somebody doesn't feel as comfortable, like I said, putting the bubble bra on with a blazer, like don't worry. We have like an oversized crew neck and matching sweat shorts and like that in itself already looks styled and you can wear the crew neck reversible, which adds like a fun little flair to it. Yeah. And then all you have to worry about is like your shoes. Yeah. So mm-hmm. it's like kind it's like a long winded way of answering your question, yeah. but you probably have, I feel like Ralph's like a little bit more into
1: fashion than I am. I feel like you probably well, have. I love that you've like experienced in your life. I've kind of had like the same sort of style my whole life, which yeah. is interesting. Um, but I think I get like a lot of style inspiration from my mom. She's loved fashion from a young age and definitely like is the reason that I love fashion. Um, so I think looking to people even like you can follow people on Instagram, like a lot of people say they compare on Instagram, but it's like, you are the one that has to press follow. So mm-hmm. like follow the people that really inspire you, like leave you feeling better. So I think that like, I've gained a lot of fashion inspiration and Ken and I are always DMing each other pictures back. Like, um, especially when you're in fashion, like you look at so many more nuanced yeah. stuff, like we'll DM pictures because we get inspired by a color someone's wearing or like a style, like the little like cuff of their sleeve yeah. we're inspired by. It's like the little things. Um, but just like gaining inspiration from people, um, that you follow, not like mimicking their style, but just like, what do I like? What do I gravitate towards? Like, yeah. is it a white button down that I feel like it's cool. Cause I can put over my workout outfit, but I can like anything that makes you feel good. And like feel innovative and inspired, I think is, um, kind of your style, but it doesn't have to be the same as like, you know, the people that do like the matching outfits of the celebrities or whatever, it's Mm -hmm. like, do that, but like change one or two things to make (laughs) it more you, Yeah, you know?
2: Absolutely. I love that answer. Yeah, because yeah. I also love that you guys do sets because that, that's what I do when I'm like I don't know what to wear. So anything that's just monochromatic and matches, I'm just gonna yeah. throw that on and just pick out shoes. You're so right. So I'm gonna yeah. have to start. I'm gonna have to get some Daniel <laughs> drills pieces after this. Yeah. Um, for you guys, it seems like you have very great entrepreneurial like ways of way- that you think for someone who's like I have an idea, but I don't know how to start. I don't know what to do. Um what you guys seems is really cool but like how do I start it for myself? So like when you guys had the idea for daily drills like how did you start and like what would you recommend to someone in that position starting off and getting their idea off the ground? It's a
0: great question. Yeah. For one, I think starting is the hardest part. So just start don't. Mm -hmm. And we always said like, if you're not embarrassed by the first product you put out, you probably waited too long, just put something out and, and be eager to learn. I also think that like all the roads that you take, all the jobs that you take, all the experiences that you have lead you to where you are. I'm a huge believer in that. I worked for a variety of different startups before daily drills and wore multiple different hats and of which I was like, Oh, that's exactly what I want to do. But I learned so much from each specific thing. Mm -hmm. So then when I went to start my own business, I was like, well, I don't know a ton about Shopify, but I know a little bit from this one job. I know enough that I could log in and I could play around and I could not feel so overwhelmed or like anxiety ridden because I'd never touched the back end of it. Mm -hmm. So I think just like putting yourself out there, being open to learning, like taking internships, um, asking questions, meeting up with mentors, just like putting yourself out there. And then one thing will just lead to the next. Like we didn't, we had no idea about taxes or accounting or LLC yeah. formation, but like we yeah. just said yes. And then we started
1: asking around and then we figured it out. And yeah. that's something that Ken's really good at too. Like I've definitely learned from her that like people are there for you to ask. People want to help, especially yeah. people that are slightly older than you and slightly more experienced. Like they want, to, they're excited for you and they want to help you and show you the ropes. Like one woman is in, was an accountant at this massive company and she was getting paid crazy amounts of money. And obviously we could not afford her to be our like yeah. in-house accountant, but she was like, come over, I'll set up your QuickBooks for you. Wow. And like, she ended up giving us one of her office spaces. And that was like our first office space. So like, if you just ask, people are so willing, like, honestly, people will ask us questions and we'll tell them everything. And they're like, Oh, I can't believe you told me all that. And we're like, well, if you, if you never asked, we would never have told you, yeah. you know, like you just really have to ask. And people are so much more willing to share than you would think. So that yeah. would be like my number one thing. You can ask 100%. a question. There's someone that knows something. There's someone that knows anything that you don't. So yeah. Ask about.
2: Yeah. One more question on that: As you guys grow and are innovating, you've had like the first year you had like a million dollars in sales, which is incredible. So for someone maybe already in it and wanting to create longevity or growth, what would you say to them?
0: Stick it out. Yeah, stick it out. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's an emotional roller coaster. Too some days I'm like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? And then other days I'm like, wow, we need to hire more people. We need a bigger yeah. office. Like it is like such an emo- emotional roller coaster, and like it is sometimes I feel like I have imposter syndrome. I'm like, this isn't going to go on forever. Like what am I, what's my backup plan? But mm-hmm. it's like, Rob was saying, just like staying the course, being present, like evaluating what your current needs are, what's working, what's not working. Like we were running ads for a bit and like, they weren't working. So we shut them down. Like, yeah. okay, maybe we spent a little extra money than we wanted to, but like, it wasn't working. We learned what, you know, you don't know until you know,
1: and just growing from there. Yeah. And at the beginning, like Ken and I, it's self-funded. So like we really were like, if this doesn't work, we are putting in this money or this investment because we're going to learn, like we have confidence that it's going to be a learning experience and it might turn into like an actual business or it might be like our first thing that we meet a great manufacturer and start another brand with another name. So like just going into things and yeah. not having like super, super high expectations, but like I'm gonna follow this one through until like there's a definite stop sign. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. And then if that happens, then I'll do the next thing. Like not putting, we did put all our eggs in one basket, but we weren't like, this is for sure for life. Yeah. You know?
0: And most successful people aren't successful on their first with their first company. It's yeah. usually their tenth company and you never hear about one through nine. Yeah. Yeah,
2: that's true.
1: Like, you know, starting a podcast and everything, like being by yourself, like there's just a lot of different days and yeah. like highs and lows, but yeah. you just kind of got to stick it through and do what you know in your gut.
2: I like that you guys aren't putting pressure on like the the end goal or like needing this to be like your forever career. I like that you're just like, this is what's what our chapter is right now. We're putting our energy here. I, I really love that you said that because you, you can see people and be like, oh, that they – They made it though. And like, because of that, like, I need to have like my 10 year plan ready to go. Like, unless it's like so clear like that. I feel like in most businesses or anything you're going to do, there's going to be no clear path. You just kind of have to go with your gut and see what happens. So I love that you said that. Um, one more thing. I think you guys mentioned the yeses versus the no's. And I, I think Kennedy, you mentioned it's like saying yes, a, m- a certain amount of times, but also knowing when to say no. So what does that mean for both of you? How have you used that in business as far as like when to say yes, when to say no?
1: Yeah, it's like you trying to struggle with the rest. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes. So Ralph is amazing at saying yes. She's taught me so much about the spontaneity and saying yes. And like, just all the fruit that comes from saying yes and putting yourself out there. I'm like a little bit more risk adverse, a little bit more comfortable, more of a homebody. Um and Ralph is the exact opposite. So she's yeah. taught me so much about saying yes. And I feel like last year was like the year we said yes to. Everything we said yes yeah. to <laughs> you ask us. Yeah, you yes. want to do will pop up? We'll be there. And um, and we like I I definitely experienced like a bit of burnout towards the end of the year. Like we yeah. were just traveling so much, and we both got sick, and it was just it was like a lot on our bodies. And so I think this year, like going back to my whole rest thing too, just like mm-hmm. having to I felt Like okay, there's so much like awesomeness that comes from saying yes and being spontaneous but also like, am I giving myself enough margin to like rest and be creative and foster new ideas and like be there for my community? Yeah. So
1: we're trying to learn that we're, we're learning. Yeah. How to say yes. And, and when to say no. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say yes often, but say no enough to make your yeses count because like, I love to say yes. And when I say yes, I get excited, but you also have to realize you're saying no to a lot like this past year. I mean, and, and like the beginning of this year, we travel every single weekend. We yeah. do a shoot. We used to do a shoot every other week, and so like we were saying no to a lot, like having a life in LA. We were saying no to like some of our closest friends. We had to say no to like important things, and although it was worth it in the first year of business, I think we've reevaluated and been like, yeah, we can say no more often. And like obviously now we're at a position that we can, and we're thankful for that. But just like having better discernment, and like we also have each other. So if I'm like I'm go go go. Ken's like, okay, let's reel it back and vice versa. So mm-hmm. it helps, like, if we're both on the same page in that. Agree.
2: I love it. Yeah, yeah, you have a great balance of that. You, it's a yeah. perfect partnership. It seems so. That's yeah. awesome. Um, one more question. What What would be like one thing that you wish you knew before starting daily drills, or one thing you wish you knew before going into business?
0: I'm trying to think of the one thing. I mean, there are a lot of things that I guess I wish I knew, like on a technical level. But I think just like it's all gonna be okay. Like, have mm-hmm. grace for yourself where you're at today. Don't be so fixated on, you know, your sales goal for next month. Like, yes, it's important, but also celebrate today because the fact that we have an office, that we have a business, that we have a team, that we have interns, like that's such a blessing. And I think sometimes I can like forget about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of just wish I would have known that like
1: you're going to make it like it's yeah. your, your business is going to take off. So just enjoy the ride. Yeah. I think I, I would say the same thing. Like it's going to work out because people always ask you like, what would you do if you knew you wouldn't fail? Or what would you do if you knew it was going to work out? Like it has worked out and yeah. obviously it would never change anything that has led us here, but like there could have been a lot less stress Yes, in Agreed. the process. If we just like trusted that it was going to work out. Yeah. Um, and that might mean like this business isn't, but the next one is for someone listening, but like, it's going to work out. We Ken and I both believe like someone greater is in charge. There's Mm -hmm. a grander plan. Like this is not the end all be all. Um, so that like definitely lightens the load a a bit.
2: Mm -hmm. I think I had one more question on this actually, because I know you guys are both people of faith and that you were brought together through faith and through Bible study. So with your faith, like how does that play into how you show up in your business? How do you use it to like keep you going? Like what is faith for each of you individually?
0: So awesome. I think like, the best thing about like Christianity in general is like, you can share Jesus without ever saying Jesus's name. And so I think in our, in our workplace, like we really try to have grace to lead with kindness, um, to be tenderhearted, like all those things. And I think that's what, how I I really want to be set apart as a leader, someone who has high expectations, because I have really high expectations, Mm -hmm. but always leading with like love and grace and like I think even when we have conversations, like we have to remind each other, like, wait, we care more about each other than we do about this business. Like I'd rather our friendship than this business. And so like remembering what actually matters and not Mm -hmm. getting like hung to, like I said, like our our not clinging to our sales goals or our metrics or our goals, but like remembering that like Ralph is a person with like needs and desires and whatever. And like, are those being met first and foremost Mm -hmm. and our mind being met and then growing the business together. So I just I think it's a different approach to company culture, different approach. It's, yeah. it's definitely like relationship first, which like a lot of business leaders would say, like the business is the most important thing, you know, mm-hmm. like business first, don't make a person or whatever, which I think there are a lot of good things that come from that. But I also think like relationship
1: is so key and like leading with love is yeah. super important. And I think daily deals is like a big pillar of each of our lives, like a big thing right now, but it's not our life. And like, you know, those things when you, when you cling to things too tight, they almost seem to not work out. Mm -hmm. So like having faith to me, is kind of like, I don't need to cling to it because I'm not the one that's in control of my life. Like, I don't even know if I'm going to wake up tomorrow. So that like definitely relieves the pressure. Like I can do a lot, but I can't do it all. Mm -hmm. And just knowing Mm -hmm. that like helps to put it in its place. Yeah.
0: And like, even when we look at Daily drills and the momentum, like, honestly, doesn't make sense. Like, we literally yeah. were like, We yes, we worked our butts off, but like, at the end of the day,
1: it was gone. Like, yeah, it was. We had we definitely had a wind at our backs, like, it worked out. And I mean, yeah, it wasn't easy, but it was just it was so much lined not, up that yeah, we were like,
0: Yeah, the door is open for us, all we have to do is walk through, yeah. Um, so. I definitely like, we can't take the credit. Yeah,
2: exactly. (laughs) I love that. Would you say to someone then to like, look for those things that are lining up or is that what? Yeah, I
1: think it's so so inspiring when you look back and you're like, wow, that shouldn't have happened. That shouldn't have happened. Not like, I don't know how that connection happened, but it worked out. Like we... We're lucky that we've seen this silver lining like so quickly when we yeah. look back. And so I think if you look for it, you'll find it. And that's like definitely inspiring to yeah. me. And, like helps me be like, okay, I'm doing the right yeah. thing. Like, go where the peace and the momentum's
0: at. I mean, yeah. our business partner reached out to me over LinkedIn and like, I ran.
1: And Who was does like, that, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Let's
0: get on a call. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, how did that? I mean, I, that's the only like how did connection I think LinkedIn? I've ever made from LinkedIn, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So. It's just yeah. funny. Like, yeah. It's 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 really cool to look
2: back on. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I can't even get into my LinkedIn anymore. <laughs> like I downloaded <laughs> yeah. it years ago for like the league, I think, and then it just I forgot and it's just out there. I've never opened mine, yeah. so it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> At least Kennedy has hers. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. It's good. Um totally.
2: amazing. I have just a couple final questions and then we can wrap if that's cool with you guys. Perfect. Perfect. Yay. So first question, since you guys are both like active on social media and you're like somewhat forward facing people, what would you say if there, if there was ever a time that you might've overshared or shared too much, or maybe it was like business related that you would have like changed or done or said differently that you can think of?
0: I don't know. I I think I like oversharing. I'm pretty, I am pretty pretty like, what you see is what you get. I'll pretty much answer anything. Um, I don't feel like I've ever overshared any particular thing that I'm like, Oh, I wish people didn't know that. But I do think I've like had to learn how to protect myself because when you do share more, you're just more apt for criticism or for people just like giving you their unsolicited opinion. So I I, like don't have any regrets about anything I've shared, but I definitely think that like I need,
1: I've had to learn how to like filter out criticism. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think like at first I don't, I don't share too, too much. I like some things to stay private. That's just like me as a person. Um, sometimes I like criticize myself internally. Cause I'm like, I should share more. I should share like the raw, the, like more emotional moments, the like negative. But I think people follow me because like of the positivity my page brings and like the life and like color and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of what I've leaned into more. And like, I don't have that internal self-talk of like, you need to, sh- like you need to take the picture when you're crying. Like, that's just not me. So I'm not going to do it. Yeah. And like someone else, they can go somewhere else for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's like kind of where I live a little. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I'm not going <laughs> to You
2: guys sound very like attuned with yourselves, which is yeah. very <laughs> good to have. Um, two more. What would be something that you guys want to be remembered by either as yourselves or as Daily Drills? Like what do you want to be known for, remembered by, for what you guys do?
0: I just want to leave people better than they came. I think – even just like being more of a listener than a talker, like when somebody comes and whether that's a customer, whether that's a friend, whether that's a follower, whether that's my husband, like I want to listen and lean in more than I overshare and provide my opinion. And I want them to leave better than when they came and feel more refreshed, more encouraged, more affirmed um, than, than before they had been in contact with me or my brand. I love that. That's so
1: good. I would say similar. Like I want to make people feel good and people feel welcome. Like, you know, you can walk into a group of girls and you can feel like less than like, I was just on a bachelorette party and all of the girls were like super welcoming and like made everyone feel better, but you can go into that same situation and all the girls leave like more insecure than they even came. So just like making the people around you in your closest circle feel better. And I think that's like with daily drills too, like we want people to feel welcome. Like we want people, we obviously want to be like elevated and sophisticated, but we want to feel attainable. Like yeah. I can afford it. Like uh, we have price pieces in every price range and I can wear it and I can look cute in it. Not just like the one girl on Instagram that I've yeah. seen wear it. Yeah. It is the only one who wear it. So like kind of just make people feel like included, welcome, like a part.
2: I love it. Um one last question. What would be like one last leaving thought or piece of advice? It could be related to your work or it could just be like anything that's like on your heart currently advice wise.
1: If we can do it, you can do it. Like I feel like people listening to podcasts, like a lot of girls, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Like I'm like, how do they do it? Like I'm super interested in the story, but like, it, I used to listen and be like, oh gosh, that sounds like a road that I can never be on. Mm-hmm. But like, literally, we are 25 year old girls living in LA. Like, I mean, we did not have it all figured out. We both graduated from college with a degree that we're not really using. Like, yeah. if we can do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. I don't know how I'm supposed to give better advice than that. That's like
0: the best <laughs> advice I've heard. I love it. But it's true. Yeah. Like,
1: don't you think?
0: Yeah. I think, like, mine is pretty similar. Just start. Just, like, say room. yes. There's room. And also, like, kind of going back to what I was saying earlier, like, if you want to do jewelry, like just start making some necklaces and see where it takes you. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to have this full fledged business, like stick to your nine to five and beat in the morning and beat at night. And yeah, like see where it leads you. Cause you never know. You can meet that one person who like loves your idea, is willing to put money behind it. But you got to start. If you have no, if you have no start, there's no way to keep the momentum going. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's so so true. I, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for sharing everything Thank that you, you did. Um, where can they find each of you and Daily Drills, the website, all of that?
1: Um, We're at shopdailydrills.com online and at Daily Drills on Instagram. And I'm at Mary Ralph
2: and I'm at Kennedy Critchlow. Amazing. Thank you guys. If you can hear my dog, I'm so sorry. It's like right around I love when she it. eats. Yeah. So this is when she goes crazy. I try to lock her out and she was not having it. So here we are. She's here. I love it. It's so cute. Um, Thank you so much for having us. us. Thank it's you was guys so much. Uh, it was so nice to meet you. That is it for me today, you guys. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. Before you go, make sure that you rate, review, and follow, as well as subscribe so you never miss an episode. And one thing you can share in the meantime this podcast, obviously send it to a friend who needs some inspiration or give us some love on social media and tag us at something to share podcast on Instagram. And I'll see you next Wednesday.